Podcast. This is episode number twelve. Yep. My name is Chris. This is it. Yeah, I double checked there. I was like, eleven was last week. That's we did two parter, so this is twelve. Yep. Yeah. All right. Even We're dozen. Good. And uh, so, how are you doing this week? I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been a little sick, so yeah. uh, I'm I'm a little a little under the weather. That um, sucks. My voice is 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 back. Extra now. sexy. Yeah. No. Well, no. It's it's just back now. This morning, I was uh, okay. talking was real tough. Um, no, that's the bad kind of sick. Yeah, yeah. You no, want the no. kind of sick where it sounds extra sexy. Oh, yeah, like, hey. Um, no, no, that wasn't that, any good either. That was, that was the creepy kind of voice. Anyways, wow, wow. We need yeah. to keep keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, the, <clears throat> uh, this week we're talking about uh, Enchanted. Yep. The 2007 yes. Disney movie. Yes. Uh, which had, I knew about it. I remember it coming out. Uh, I watched a lot of Disney movies, but this one just... This one's like, you know, I just kept kind of being like, I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna watch it, and then just never did, just never got around to it, and then kind of forgot about it. It's not even that old. I mean, that's only well, it's 2007, seven, so you know. it's like eight years now. But yeah, but in terms of like, you know, how many Disney movies I've watched in my life, it's mm-hmm. you know, but um, yeah, but well, yeah. I saw, it and I remember you liking this movie or telling me about yes. it anyway. I, yeah, I love this movie. This is like, yeah, yeah, no. It's so I was way, like, way I was like, there. okay, well, I knew you uh, the, like watching it again. For that, for doing this, there is only one thing. Okay, two things, I guess technically mm-hmm. that I saw in it that I didn't like about it. Yeah, and they're like pretty minor things that don't really affect it. Yeah, pretty much everything else. I only have movie, like one sort I of absolutely like absolutely love. It's not a complaint. It's just kind of like, hmm, and well, sh- you yeah. know. But well, I'm sure it's not at all the same as well no 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 not the same as yours but yeah but i like knowing that you like this and yeah. my girlfriend also is when the uh art. was like oh yeah you haven't seen that for jesus yeah. hey well let's just watch that then yeah <laughs> well yeah because originally we were sort of gonna be doing something else but that was uh yeah you said that was uh yeah, I was like, <laughs> that, oh, was, well, you know. that was her request and i was yeah. like well i'm good with that because i haven't seen it in years and i love it yeah yeah so, um yeah. We, we've kind of alluded a couple of times to the fact that like i'm a big fan of like the classic Disney era, not like so much animated, like not so much animated. newer stuff. Yeah, hand drawn animation, and and not just the hand drawn animation because they have done like in the later years, like the final couple years of of doing hand drawn animation. Like they definitely put out some somewhat substandard stuff, um, and uh, so it, it's really just more so like the really classic period. Like I would say. Pretty much after, like, the early 90s, I kind of yeah, lost yeah. interest. Like, they had their big resurgence with, with Little Mermaid. Beauty and, and the And then, like, those first couple of years there, after yeah. that. And then... Lion King. After that. Yeah, even by Lion King, I was done. Oh, yeah. I'd never, I'd never, I've never seen Lion King. Oh, wow. Aladdin. I've seen bits. A lot. Well, yeah, Aladdin. Basically, those first initial few, like, yeah. um, from that period, like, the Little Mermaid... I guess Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, Aladdin. I guess, were yeah. sort of the next ones. So, like, no Hunchback in Notre Dame? No, although no. that looks pretty good. Yeah, that is I've that just is never gotten one. around to it. But, um, 
but yeah, so I, for me, um, definitely it's the classic period. It's all the old stuff. It's all like the old, like actual Walt Disney era stuff that I really like. And then a little bit of stuff from that, like the first couple of things from like the big resurgence there, mm-hmm. especially Little Mermaid. I, I, re- I really like Little Mermaid. I definitely have a soft spot for some of the, uh, the sort of, it cons- it's considered kind of the dark Disney years, but like when they kind of went all like live action for a while there. Yeah, they made a couple good live action. But because I, I like, I was in, I kind of grew up with a lot mm-hmm. of that, like yeah, late seventies, yeah. early eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you see them on TV and stuff yeah. all the time, and you know the Apple yeah. Dumpling Gang, Herbie, you know that yeah. kind of stuff. Like in retrospect, those aren't very good. No, <laughs> but I was never really into those because those were Peach older. Dragon, those were sort of, I, did, I did like Peace Dragon as a kid, but oh yeah, for sure. I don't think it would probably hold up yeah. that well. But it's no, it's not a, a Jungle Book or. Or Robin Hood, or yeah. you know, I actually I, I loved Robin Hood when I was a kid, and I didn't know until I grew up that it was actually one of the lesser entries because really it was from that later it was from like that late seventies kind of time. Oh, I didn't even where they were that. like on a big decline. There's tons of like reused animation in it. Oh yeah, stuff like that uh, from the Jungle so, Book. They used it so low they budget. There's actually a... and and it's considered sort of one of the lesser things. But when I was a kid, I mm-hmm. didn't know any of that, and I loved it. Yeah, maybe it's just hey, I like Robin Hood. Yeah, but for sure, I just. It's funny how you get that different perspective because I still watch it now and think it's good, mm-hmm. but although I haven't seen it in a long, long time. Yeah, same. But the last time that I did see any of it, um, the uh, the problem is, is that Disney movies are so expensive to buy. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest problem is they never you never find that thing of like oh there's a Disney movie in the bargain bin for ten bucks. Yeah, like yeah, no, no, never ever. And it's it's I don't know thirty do, bucks. Are they on you know? Netflix? Uh, no, but uh, actually, they just recently. Um, I think uh, they're going to be doing like their own kind of thing, sort oh, of like, like that, where there's going to be more of that stuff. There is some Disney stuff on Netflix, but more kind of like usually later stuff and things like that. TV shows, probably. Um, but. Yeah. Well, they anyways, always, they bring stuff in and out of the vault, right? And so yeah. Well, that was always a thing for so years, but I didn't see the Sword in the Stone. Until yeah. I was like a teenager because it was in the vault. I missed it in the theater mm-hmm. and it was in the vault for like a decade. And mm-hmm. so I was like 15 by the time I saw that movie, even though I wanted to see it yeah. so bad. Yeah. You know? Um, and it was, you know, again, like you said, but even back in VHS days, it was like 50 bucks to buy a Disney movie. So just, we just never did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's, that really sucks because I'd love to build like a collection of like the, because they're actually putting out like new, like remasters and stuff on Blu ray and that of mm-hmm. like all the classic stuff. Oh, yeah. And I would love to have those in the collection, mm-hmm. but man, it's just so expensive. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, Enchanted. So Enchanted. Long story short, to get back to Enchanted, basically, it's just a huge tribute to the classic era of Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, even even kind of does a little. Um, there's a bit of like not. Um... There's a bit of satire of Disney. Oh yeah, in itself like it, it's, it's a, a it's a, a gentle, wink, it's a wink, wink, poke, poke. At, at, yeah, it's at a very Disney-ness. it's a very gentle parody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, while at the same time being definitely a tribute. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that's by design. Um, so Enchanted was released in November 2007, um, and it was directed by Kevin Lima, who's um, usually known, I guess, mostly known for um, he did. Um, not not a whole lot, but he did uh, the Goofy movie. Um, he co-directed Tarzan, the Disney Tarzan. Oh right, and he yeah. directed um, 102 Dalmatians. Oh, so, like, like the second the... of the live action. Uh, you know, I films. forgot they've done live action. Yeah, it was like 102 Dalmatians. I had totally so. forgotten that they did live action versions yeah. of that. That's right. Yeah. And I and I, I didn't re- see 100. I did see 101. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't realize that those were actually like 
full like theatrical releases like those They're, are big movies yeah they weren't because like, a lot they of, weren't a straight to dvd yeah because a lot of times a lot of the like later stuff like disney did a lot of those kind of like quickie yeah straight to disc um kind of things like sequels and stuff like that but i didn't realize that those ones were actually like full theatrical releases so um it was uh written by bill kelly um and apparently uh i've always heard that it was originally written as more of um like originally disney was kind of not really too into it or not didn't really want to do it because um i guess it was originally written as more of like a it's in quote quotes been described as a like a racy r-rated oh so there was gonna be it was more of a it was more, huh. more. It was more of like a, a adult sort of parody, almost like a Roger Rabbity kind um, of. Yeah, but like more so, right? Oh wow! Um, I, yeah, I remember, Disney was never going to do that. Yeah, I remember hearing at one point like, um, the, like one of the things was going to be like when when Giselle shows up in the real world, like um, she like accidentally like shows up at like a bachelor party and is mistaken for the stripper oh, and things okay. like that, right? So, um, but basically, what happened was. There, Disney saw like a lot of potential for what could be done with it, so they bought like the property, but they didn't. Obviously, were never going to make it in the form that it was originally written. Um, so they brought in other people to rewrite and basically just completely dismantle it. Obviously, and so Bill Kelly, the, the original writer, was like not happy with what they did with it. But they went through so many different directors, like there, it was so hard to get the project going and they went through all these different directors that would come and then it wouldn't work out and they would go to something else and somebody else would come in and it wouldn't work out. And when they eventually got Kevin Lima, um, he actually went back and he worked directly with Bill Kelly to develop the final version of the script so that it would be something that he was happy with while also set fulfilling what they needed it to be for Disney. And they basically just went over it like, you know, with a fine tooth comb and, and put in like as much Disney reference as possible to like the Disney history. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kevin Lima, a really interesting thing is Kevin Lima claims that there's like thousands of like m- things like that minute are minute references. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything, like every single character in the movie, their names are derived from something from Disney history, like from Disney characters and stuff like that in some way. Um, like so many just little tiny references everywhere. So, I mean, Nobody could possibly go into it all, but there is is a Wikipedia page that has a list of, like, all the major major kind of references, which are many, but he claims that there's, like, thousands of tiny production stuff that went on with this movie, like, the Troubles, as well as, like, the animation studio stuff and whatnot. Like, it almost seems like this is the kind of movie you could have, like, a book could be written about the making of this movie. Yeah, Or at least, like, a documentary. (laughs) I'd read it. Um, So, yeah, so uh, we start out, um, I really like how the Disney logo goes, it zooms in, like, right into Mm -hmm. the castle and into, like, the little storybook intro. Um, So, we of course, we have Julia Andrews as the narrator. Mm -hmm. Uh, Famous for, like, Mary Poppins would be the the big uh, Disney connection there. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, so then we go into the animation stuff at the beginning. Um, so it it's always been a big thing of like it's so sad to me and it like I respect what they did with the film, but it's such a sad kind of footnote to me that um, at that point because Disney had completely converted over to you know computer three D computer animation um, and they had laid off like all the old school like animators and stuff who who didn't who you know didn't switch over and everything and they um they basically had like no 
capability to do that classic hand-drawn animation themselves. So they actually had to like outsource the animation mm-hmm. from the beginning of this film to another company. So, uh, but they the company that did it was um, this uh, James Baxter Animation, um, and James Baxter, who started that company, um, had actually worked for Disney mm-hmm. back in like the sort of classic like late '80s, early '90s period, um, and he was like the main animator on like a bunch of characters from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, Actually, well, okay. it seems like like um, like women were kind of like especially because he did um, like Jessica Rabbit. He did Ariel in he was the supervising animator for Ariel and Little Mermaid for Belle in 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 uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. Um, but then he also did uh, Quasimodo. So for oh, okay. for uh, right, right, right. for Hunchback. So I mean, like he did have you know a little variety. But yeah, basically he he was like very high level at that time. Um, He went on to uh, basically form his own animation studio, um, but it didn't really last. Apparently, it was shut down like 2008, so that's yeah. like a year after this. Because like an independent animation studio, that's just that's really tough to, to make that work. So he went, um, especially if you're aiming to do like theatrical release type. Yeah. Stuff. So I mean, he had done, he worked at Disney for those early things and stuff, and then he did worked at DreamWorks Animation for a bit, and then he formed his company, and then when that when when he closed that he went back to basically DreamWorks, which is where he is now. So I mean he's still done lots of stuff, so he um I uh yeah, I mean what what do you think of the beginning stuff here, the animation stuff? Oh uh, well I thought the animation was great. It yeah. was like very like like I know it wasn't very kind of Disney, but it was very on the nose Disney. Yeah, yeah. Well um, I mean it's intense. And then to it be, was done it's like very... I was saying before, like the like immediately we've got the the animals yep. helping her get love the dressed and, and yep. I've got the I've noted I say love the animals classic Disney oh yeah for sure and but but like they <laughs> drop them on you so immediately yeah. that like well they only got like ten minutes it's, yeah, <laughs> in, in, yeah well yeah to you get, get the convey everything it's just like uh, like what is the convention like oh like like just in case you were wondering immediately Disney princess because yeah. animals <laughs> you know, can, can clearly can communicate yeah, yeah, with yeah. the animals and and for me like I I just I mean I'm I've mentioned before and everything but like I'm a huge Amy Adams fan yeah and um it's like just putting this on and then just like just hearing her voice I'm just like yeah, <laughs> like melting. Tingly. Oh, it's amazing. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, no, she does a actually. Job. Uh, my 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 note, my final sort of note on the animation sequence mm-hmm. at the beginning is, I just have a note that just says, "I just love everything about this." Yeah, no, it is fantastic because it, it just takes me back to like that yeah. classic Disney yeah. era. Well, you get to just, yeah, because you you it's meet, so perfect. You meet all the main characters here. You yeah. meet you meet the the princess Giselle. Meet, yeah, yeah, you meet the prince. Uh, played by James Marsden. Yep. Um, and I love how they, they did such a good job on them making them look like the actors. The actors. But ex- without yeah. sort of yeah. going overboard with it. Like, they still look like cartoon characters, but they are yeah. they look like the actors. Uh, cool. You meet uh, the queen's, I guess, her henchman. Yeah. Her, her like, kind of like henchman slash butler. Yeah. Like, what's his name? Is Nathaniel. Uh, Nathaniel, yeah. Played yeah. by Timothy Spall. Yeah, yeah, Timothy yeah. Spall is amazing, by the uh, way. It, and, like... His voice, if you know who the actor is, yeah. like, as soon as you hear his voice, you're like, oh, my God. If they capture him, like, I think him even more perfectly in animated form than, than any yeah, other yeah. characters. It's pretty, like, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, actually, I thought um, that uh, 
Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Um, who's like the the evil queen? The in evil. It. Yeah, she plays the evil stepmother. Um, well, hey, evil. Yeah, I guess evil. Yeah, evil stepmother. Um, she. I thought uh, her character looked amazingly yeah. like her, um, considering like it's a pretty subtle thing to capture her yeah. features, but they did perfect on it. Um, and yeah, and they basically just set up the, yep. the movie here with. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we don't need to explain the whole plot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. a lot of people probably have seen it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, absolutely see yeah, it. Yeah, do watch amazing. it. Do watch it's it. amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. Um, anybody who has any kind of, like, nostalgic feeling about, like, classic Disney or, or mm-hmm. still likes Disney now but maybe missed it somehow or something, like, see it. Yeah. Like, But especially, like, if you like classic Disney and you maybe mm-hmm. don't like the newer stuff as much, um, totally see it because it's just – it's amazing. Um, I really liked the um, uh, the effect of like the transition from animation to live action. Yes, like that was really really well done. Because oftentimes, I mean, there hasn't been that many instances of that sort of thing in movies. But when you do see those kinds of things, they're often kind of just like, meh, not super well. Like they're either just like too, the, the way too over, the, over top. the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually they're just too over the top, and they make a big show of it. And this was like a subtle transition where mm. you were just kind of like you're in one, and then it just kind of goes it almost. Boop, 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 you kind of it's like, it, you're like squeezed from one into the other. Yeah, it's like, amazing. Like, like, I really liked and like it. And then you sort of like just pop into reality, or like you know, re- real real world stuff. Yeah, I really um, liked how they did that. The, the magical manhole that just basically becomes just a running gag for the first twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah, as all as every character up. just comes through. Yeah, this well, that's where the, the portal leads out to, <laughs> yeah. obviously, uh, was, right uh, in the middle of Times Square. So it's yeah, very, of course, of course, very Disney. Yeah. Um, um, I thought it was really interesting, um, cause I haven't seen it in so long and I forgot having to go from like the beginning to the end, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 uh, the character arc as it were, I forgot how annoying Giselle is at the beginning. Like, oh yeah. Like not in a really bad way. It, like it's very Disney princess. In a saccharine way. It's very Disney princess. It's very like, it's almost kind of endearing, but like, wow, she's annoying. Mm-hmm. But in that kind of like, like cutesy way. Yeah, um, but I was just like, wow, because it's so different at the end. Like, I mean, the whole point is that is how much the character evolves. But yeah, um, I also forgot. Uh, you know, we we get our introduction to uh, Patrick Dempsey here, and uh, as like you know, the guy that she meets in well, she's the male lead basically, but he, that she meets in the real world in New York. And uh, I forgot. Um, I guess at the time that they made this. It's like he was considered like the big star, yeah, for this movie. Oh, I, oh, because he was sure, at yeah. like the peak of like his popularity from Grey's Anatomy. Because mm-hmm. um, when they cast Amy Adams, like there was concern about they they originally wanted to cast somebody a lot more famous. Oh, at the time, and, uh, I guess yeah, she wasn't super well. No, known not in at all. Seven, yeah, not yeah. at all. And so, um, uh, I mean, she'd done things, but but not she's not not big at all. And uh, so when they cast her, it was just like, okay, well, she's just like so good for the for the part. But then they were like, well, then we need to get somebody really big for the for the male lead. And so I mean, yeah, he was huge at the, at the time. time. Yeah, and it's funny because he hasn't really done that much in the last little while. Like, I, bits and pieces here like and there. He, but... he didn't. His career didn't take off in a huge way. No, uh, which seems to be often happen for people that get really big on TV, and then. Uh, and then go on. Yeah, you to... don't just see you don't see Patrick Dempsey just in like oh he's just a leading role in a bunch. Yeah, of Yeah, like he's done some things, but like anyways, um, what I forgot about him in this is how understated he plays it. Like I realize it's intended that 
he's kind of playing like the straight man character to like all the craziness that goes on around. But he's uh he's uh like plays really understated in this. Um in terms of like his acting style, which is was really interesting to me. I thought it was a good choice. Um Yeah. Yeah, and then like I think the only th- other thing I had really to mention here is like when um Edward shows up in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um and there's the whole thing with those like city workers. Yeah, yeah, well cuz they're investigating this manhole that this lady came out of and But but I just think it's funny cuz um Pip the chipmunk mm-hmm. cuz they find that when they come into the real world like um he can't speak he anymore can't, obviously. No. But he kind of does in a way like he kind of squeaks and he makes Word the, sounds, yeah, this yeah. Week sometimes, so, it, but he has to in such a way that you can. But he has to act everything out to try to convey what he's trying to say. It's quite hilarious. It's amazing. And but also, the awesome character is, has a huge like. The, Pip's got a bit of an attitude. Oh too. Yeah. yeah. But what's amazing is um, the guys, like the city worker guys, <laughs> are just watching all this happen. And so after Edward like runs away or bounce, you know, runs off and stuff into the city. Because he's like threatening them with his sword and all. Yeah, because well, everybody of... comes through in costume. And yeah. and but it's like then this the one city worker guy is just like, you see that chipmunk? Because yeah. <laughs> he's going, he's like the chipmunk's like acting out. And actually, one thing I really love about this is um, I really like how like a lot of times in movies like this where they have a whole kind of like storybook to real world um, comparison or transition thing. Uh, often they have this whole thing about you know oh like. The, there's like magic in their world, but there's no magic in 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 this our, our yeah, world. Yeah. So it's like it, their magic doesn't work or whatever. I like how like like the magic of the characters from the other world just still just works, works normally, yeah. just as it normally would. I mean, yeah. other than like obviously Pip doesn't can't speak, but yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. that's just because chipmunks can't speak. But like, I like how like everything well, in- is still everything to do with them personally. Yeah is still, like, the same kind of... Yeah. Like, well, she can talk to animals in our world, yeah, too, and, just and in have the same them, way. And have them yeah. perform... That, that cl- the cleaning scene where yeah, she cleans cleaning. up the apartment with the rats, roaches, and pigeons yeah, is yeah. amazing. It's great, but but it's, like, <laughs> it, it makes no sense when you yeah, think yeah. of it in terms of, like, obviously they could never do that in, yeah. in real life. Yeah. So it's, like, that natural magic that the people yeah. of the, the sort of storybook-type world just kind of... That's just sort of part of them. It, it actually kind su- of translates into the real world. Yeah, it actually surprised me that um, the, the the chipmunk is CG mm-hmm. when he comes through. He just looks like a CG real yeah. life chipmunk. I was actually surprised that in my mind I thought, well, of course he's going to be animated. Yeah, and then oh, like wait, wait, why would he be animated? Yeah, yeah. no, of course they're going to CG. It'd be him. too. I mean, it was still, too much of a. It still stood out in the sense that he was obviously CG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it would be. It would really stand out yeah. if he was animated. Well, and they would have done either two things. They animated. would have had to consistently draw attention to the fact that yeah. he was animated, or or never draw attention yeah. to it, and that also would have. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, probably the uh, age appropriate audience for this wouldn't have cared one way or the no, other. No, but, no, you know, but, you know. but I mean, it, but CG theoretically is meant to look yeah. real, and and the, so. it did, and I think it actually like it paid off better because the way they were able to portray the the chipmunk Pip, yeah, well, uh, his acting, his acting was. Uh, I mean, I realize four, seven year difference there, yeah. um, but I got kind of like he was like a milder version of Rocket Raccoon. 
<laughs> like, because he had like this, like a bit of attitude okay. to him, yeah, and a bit of, and also like the way he, again, maybe just because of like sort yeah. of the rodent style shape and, and stuff, like the way he moved his arms and, and yeah. stomped around and stuff like that, had a bit of a like a rocket raccoon like feel to it. So you, so you mentioned the uh, the cleaning cleaning the apartment scene, which is a classic kind of Disney esque thing. Oh yeah, given yeah. the sort of twist, the, the mm-hmm. enchanted twist, um, but. One thing that I thought was really funny that I noticed was in the song, um, which again, like hearing Amy Adams sing is even better than hearing her talk. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, how does Giselle know what like a toilet and a vacuum is? Because she references them in the song, and she does reference both of them in the song. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious because that's so. She actually directly interacts with the vacuum as if she was a person that had used a vacuum before. Yeah, and she na- and she calls it a vacuum by name. Yeah. So what I think is hilarious is it doesn't matter. It's yeah. a Disney movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it a song no in a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine, yeah. but but because it's it, the, of the interaction, like the the fact that it's the real world interacting. Yeah. Again, it, it just came and popped into my head that like, wait a minute. Like if she doesn't know what all these. I other, didn't even think about it. She doesn't yeah. know what all this other like cars and everything else is. Yeah. Why does she know what a vacuum is? Yeah. I mean, like, nicely. They it's just didn't it's, play it's, the... it's very it's typical Disney magic of if it, like it's if convenient. it's relevant. If, well, if it's convenient to the song yeah, yeah. that they're performing in the scene, then they they just mm-hmm. know whatever they need to know for the sake of the song. Yeah. Like they don't act adverse to technology. But then, like, the prince does stab a bus and tell everyone that they're free. Like, he yeah. defeated the beast and they're free to go. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's like, it's it's whatever is necessary to make the scene, like, entertaining and funny. Yeah. And again, I think that plays a bit to the... Um, oh, it's Disney, man. It's always... The, the, how it's always been. The, it's fine. Um, the the parody a little bit of a yeah. little bit of parody well, it's, in there. it's like in yeah. certain the no it's great it's like certain in the stone when when yeah. Merlin shows up with all the kind of modern he's, sort he, of accoutrement he's, he's got a camera around his yeah head. yeah and like, all this yeah. kind of stuff right yeah <laughs> yeah Bermuda shorts when, yeah when he's in the whole yeah. like tourist get get up and it's just like what like that okay yeah it makes no sense in the context of you know I mean obviously he's magic and he's you know from the future and all yeah, that yeah, but yeah, yeah. but I mean like. It's but just one of those that, things where it's the, that or, movie or is genie, maybe not the best example. There's a lot of weird stuff the in that movie. Or the genie in 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 Aladdin always constantly makes like modern day modern references, day references and stuff like that, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just it's it's a Disney movie. It's just have some fun for yeah, God's yeah. sake. Like, who cares? Well, there's there, there's but that I, essay, I thought it, there's that essay out there that like through through the essay, it kind of more or less like not proves but strongly indicates that Aladdin actually takes place in like a post-apocalyptic future <laughs> due to just all the yeah. stuff as I punch the mic all the stuff that happens in the movie and all yeah. the references that not only the genie but other characters make yeah. that well, like of course it could be yeah. yeah but I mean I mean obviously it's not intended it's Any, you know it's Aladdin and the 40 thieves but you know yeah. anyways but yeah, yeah. um but that's a, I just you know, thought it's just it was, a Disney thing, you know. Yeah, it yeah. Is, it I, is, I just thought it was funny. I just no, it was it great. She's it was like, so good. She's yeah. like, why is she talking about like the toilet and the vacuum? <laughs> I didn't even think about she's that. She's just yeah. arrived and yeah. knows nothing about anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I forgot, especially when how she interacts with say other things like the fish tank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good point. Um, <laughs> oh god! Now you're just making me it think of the whole the spitting fish the fish the, back into out the, into the glass. The oh, secretary looks amazing. so uncomfortable. Yeah, which by the way, the secretary. Um, I haven't noted about that. So oh, here we go. The secretary, uh, Robert's secretary, Sam, is played by Jody Benson, who um, was the voice of Ariel. Oh, so oh, okay. although they have a lot of things like that, where there's like uh, there's several cameos 
that are yeah, people. That are they're people the voices like, and yeah. characters. Um, and, yeah. I, I didn't look up the name because I was just like, it, it got to a certain point where there's so many references. I was like, I can't possibly record, write them all down. But um, the actress from the soap opera scene that they watch on TV. Okay, yeah. Uh, Nathaniel and Edward watch on TV in the hotel In the hotel room. Yeah. Um, the actress in that soap opera scene was the voice of, Bell, I believe. Oh, from from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. yeah. So it's like stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of like little things like that in cameos. Speaking of characters like who had like no problem like coping in the mo- like in the real world, Nathaniel. Yeah. Like, not only could he just seem to pull because well, disgu- any disguise disguises. he needed out of anywhere, yeah, yeah. he would just take on like he's a waiter at a pizza. Well, I had a yeah. I had a he's, note about like, like he just like because he'd done a number. How did of things. he get that? There's, How did that happen? I know. Well, that's, again, very Disney. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because he'd done, like, the thing with the... You're not supposed to worry about that. <laughs> with the, the, the little... Candy apple. Yeah, the like, candy apple the stand in the park and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there have been a number of things... <laughs> the where candy had, apple with a clear skull in the side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a reference to um, Snow White. Beauty. Snow White, yeah. yeah. yeah but um, the, the uh, when it eventually got to the... Because there's also there's the when he's the cook. Oh, yeah. oh and, right. You know... When it got to the um, the pizza, the he's pizzeria got, scene, got the, the pizzeria scene was like the culmination, oh, I yeah. think. And at that point, I was just like, Timothy Spall is amazing. Yeah. Like, he can do anything. Well, not only is, like, not that, only is he, that scene like, is amazing. Suddenly, he's working in a pizzeria. Yeah. He has a costume. He's got a fake mustache. Yeah. He also does... Like a fake Italian accent. That's right. On top of that. Yeah. Well, in the in the in when he was the the candy apple stand guy, he did this like kind of like Russian oh, right. sort of right. accent yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. it's like it, none of it makes any sense. Yeah, it's like, amazing. It's so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's very Disney. Yeah. Um, I mean she clearly is doesn't recognize him, so no, it doesn't of course not. matter. Of course not. But yeah. um I forgot that okay, so so basically um Robert, who's uh Patrick Dennis's character, is like a divorce lawyer. Yeah. And um He's uh, in a relationship with this woman um, who – oh, my God. I can't even – I didn't even write down the name because this doesn't really matter. It, it, excuse me. Um, she seemed super familiar to me when I saw her face. Kay. I looked her up and I was like, oh, she's been in nothing I've ever seen and he's like kind of done nothing. Well, she's – well, Adina Menzel <laughs> yeah, is very, it, yeah. very well known now yeah. because of Frozen. Frozen, yeah, yeah. Because she starred in Frozen and she she does like – But didn't tour. explain why I recognized her face. <laughs> well, you may have seen her in other <laughs> yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. because she's done a lot of like appearances yeah, yeah. And, and that's probably – Concert tours and stuff like that probably because, because why of the success of Frozen, her, right? right? Yeah. So she's a lot more well known now. Um, basically, before this, she was known for musical theater a lot. Um, she started in like um, Wicked and uh, things okay. like that, right? So, what was interesting was that um, she was very, like, she was very happy about getting to do this part because um, it, she was hired to just act. Yeah, she, she had no hired, singing. There's no singing in this part, which is odd. Um, so, it was kind of a different thing for her, but. I had no idea back then, obviously, mm-hmm. who she was, but I know who she is now because of you just see so much stuff everywhere about like Frozen. Frozen, right? yeah, still. Um, <laughs> and um, well, it's not that old; it's only like a couple of years. Yeah, but I mean, you don't see like it's, I mean, I guess being it's the a last kid phenomenon, sort of huge success that yeah, they yeah, had. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyways, so that was yeah. sort of interesting. It's yeah. also funny because you do see. Um, there's like a wicked um, billboard, yeah, in like Times Square there. So that's that's. And then at one point, there's literally a shot with James Morrison standing there, 
um, and there's a uh, Superman Returns billboard, billboard behind, behind him. him. Yes, and he started in, in that as well. Because he was in that, yeah. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. I love when they do things like that. See, like, that's an interesting one cause, because cause Superman Returns would have come out while this movie was in production, basically. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, it was. It came out like the year before. So it would have been like yeah, a previous movie he would have been he was in. Yeah, yeah, but like, so. but not by much. Like yeah. it literally. You know, it makes sense that it, that billboard would be, would be there because it was probably that was legitimately the time that they were shooting the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just have a note about um, I loved um, Pip the the the, um, the chipmunk. I loved his um, acting. Oh yeah, say. yeah. Whatever he tries, what, to, convey, he's trying he, to convey, it's like information. a pantomime. Yeah, it's hilarious. And of course. Because he's acting out like other characters, yeah, yeah. but like just like for a second, you know, yeah. he's he's rapidly going through all yeah. these things, and, and he, he does a lot of this because he's hanging out with uh, uh, the prince a lot, Edward, yeah, Edward, and and he's he can't, he can he Edward ne- never gets he, he has always no thinks clue. it's about him because he he's no, so egocentric. Well, that that and also just like he just is completely clueless. Like yeah. he he always has it completely wrong. Yeah, yeah, no and, idea, and it's really obvious. Like even like the kids. That would might be watching this movie. Well, that, it's set up for like the that. child audience. Yeah, yeah. Like they'd be watching this movie, and even they would get exactly right. what he's trying to say. Which is and one Edward's of those just things. Like, oh, you mean? Yeah, it's which hilarious. Is, which is one of those things. It's like, um, uh, that's the kind of like, e- like even a kid will get that joke. Yeah, you know, which is which is good, which is awesome. You know, because this this movie does have it's got a little bit of the like. Like stuff for kids yeah. and stuff for so, adults. So you it's, know, it's it, as a proper Disney movie. Yeah, it's rated uh, PG for like uh, something like you know, s- like <laughs> scary sequences and mild innuendo. Or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, well, that's standard Disney. Yeah, like yeah. that's perfect. Like that's exactly where they should kind of fall. Mm-hmm. Um, if they pulled back just a tiny, tiny bit, they probably could have got it a G. But I think it was best to but go. Then we wouldn't have Amy Adams in a towel. Yes. Well, <laughs> you didn't have to mention that. Um, I'm pretty sure you're still allowed to show people in towels in a G movie as long as it doesn't go any further than that. Uh, of course, also the thing like what flies animated versus what flies yeah. in real life too is different for ratings as well. But yeah, true. Which is a weird thing. But, but I mean, there are a fair number of Disney movies that are PG. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It, I mean, nowadays, yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's a fine line because, like, if you just slightly the, go over the first, one? the first uh, Disney yeah. PG movie was uh, the Black Cauldron. That's right, the Black Cauldron. Yeah, yeah, yep. And actually, deal. there was actually a rule originally that, because um, that broke the that the PG barrier, mm-hmm. um, and then. Then they were just R rated all over the they place. They had a rule crazy. for the longest time that uh, no Disney film could be PG-13. Oh. Um, and so that's why uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is, like, obviously a Disney movie through mm-hmm. and through, but it was released as a touchstone picture oh. because at that time Disney could not release PG-13 movies. That barrier was broke. Well, they could. They didn't want to. No, but that was yeah, the policy. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. the company policy oh, yeah. was that they didn't. Uh, that barrier was broken with the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's quite a long ways. That's like, many years between until, each of those movies. Like, not yeah. in, so that's not until like the 2000s that that barrier was broken. And now, I mean, it's still rare for mm-hmm. actual Disney movies to be yeah. PG-13, but it does happen. Um, I remember the um, the the uh, National Treasure movies, if those are, I think those are PG, but they might be PG-13. I've only seen the first I'm pretty one. sure they're PG. Wait, National, no. Oh, sorry. I was thinking Night at the Museum. I've seen all the National Treasure, yeah, both the National Treasure that's movies. That's with um, 
with um, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah those I are great. I think they're those PG, are, yeah. but they might be PG. They might be PG thirteen. Yeah. Um, Black Hole was a big deal too. Yeah, that had a rating on it that was like odd for the time and stuff like that. But I, because I think it Black was, Hole was probably PG, but it was live action. Right? It was live action, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, it was so Black it, Cauldron would have been the first animated, PG, yeah. PG animated yeah. Disney film. Yeah, I think I think the Black Hole was but the I think first a lot PG of the, live action. It, some a lot was, of their older stuff it was scary for kids. A lot of their older stuff probably would have been PG later. Like some of the like like the really early stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Because like like if you look at some of like the early like shorts and things like that. Oh, well, you're just sure, like sure. you're like wow, how do they get away with that? You know stuff. It, it, at the time, animated. Yeah. Animated is kid stuff, you know. Well, no, actually, that's the whole thing, is it wasn't really. It was just... No, but that's how it was viewed, so it didn't... The, you know, the rate But, didn't, like, it didn't animated hit shorts and that, that were part of theatrical releases and everything were very popular with adults and yeah, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't... The whole idea that, like, animated films were only for kids did not come until later. Like, in the early days, like, like all the early Disney stuff, like... Um, you know Snow White and all oh, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Those yeah. are all considered. They're just they're, they're films. They're, films. They're for everybody. Yeah. Like it, they're, the concept of it only being kid stuff was never it was, a thing. It was such later. a weird transition. That like, was something was, that developed it's later. An odd backward step. Like when yeah. did that happen? Like probably like around. Was, is that like an eighties thing? Oh no, it was probably before that. But it was probably like maybe around the 50s or 60s maybe oh, okay uh, you know when when sort of things became more sort of conservative and yeah yeah um anyways um yeah so i think i've covered up to you um i the only other stuff i really have is um uh the uh edward um trying to go through the revolving door Going all the way around, you saw it coming, and then and you, you it were just like, matter. It's, "How many times is he going to do it?" Well, How, just you were once. waiting for it. He, he, go, he goes all once. the way around, and then he, go, he figures it out yeah, and goes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. in the but, but it was, but it was the fact you saw it coming made it even better. Like it was yeah. perfect. I, I people <laughs> having like sort of who you know are awkward about things like that and like have problems with revolving doors is never not funny. Yeah, it's it's a running <laughs> joke with um like Clark Kent and Superman. In, in the Superman movies, um, they even referenced it in Superman Returns. Um, I think they may have even referenced it in something in else. In Man of Steel? No, not no. Man of Steel. I feel like in something else, but I, I don't remember. But anyways, um, it's never not funny. I, just, yeah, I yeah. love that. I no, don't know why. I don't know why. It's just it tickles. A little, little, uh, little physical humor It tickles there. the it's, funny bone. It, yeah. it always works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like the thing where the scene where Giselle, like, gets angry and oh. realizes that it's like the first she's time angry. that she's been and angry. And then she's happy that she's angry. And then she understands like what that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's like a really pivotal scene and that's because that's where like that's well, where, she like, under, she, where's where the shift where she like becomes like a real person. Yeah, like where she, she, she becomes she understands a enough character. of the real world that yeah. she knows that and she actually more becomes than, like an actual yeah. like rounded character and mm-hmm. kind of is not just the because well, sort of like up until sort of uh, the beginning of that point, it's she comes from a land of happy endings, and so anything she doesn't understand the concept of not happy endings, yeah, or not. Well, it's not know, just like, that. I just mean as a character, like the shallowness. Of, oh yeah, yeah. Of the character that it starts where I was saying, like at the beginning of the film, where I'm like, wow, she's kind of annoying. Yeah, like yeah. in sort of like an endearing way, but still annoying. Um, this is the point where she actually becomes like a rounded character. And realizes the strength of like having different 
sides, you know, in different um, life having different aspects to it and mm-hmm. not everything just being kind of like, you know, a storybook all the time. Yeah. Um, and that's really cool. And that was just... Well, because Patrick Dempsey tries to explain, yeah. like, this to her, and it, yeah. just, it just goes right over her head. But the she thing is, doesn't really, what's interesting doesn't is, sink in later. is that they sort of meet in the middle, because mm-hmm. at the beginning, he's very cynical. Oh, super. He I has, mean, he he has is... no, like, um, you know, there's the whole thing about, like, he's always trying to discourage his daughter from any kind of, like, sort of dreaming about things like that mm-hmm. storybook type things and stuff like that and he's trying to keep well, he's it, like, like grounded really, to the point really, of like almost like boring yeah yeah <laughs> well just like way over overgrounded mm-hmm. and so um well it's that classic story of like their opposites and it then is they classic but it's middle, just done is, so well yeah, yeah yeah because they sort of meet in the middle where he actually gets to learn a bit about you know the sort of wonder what the like the wonder of what life can be mm-hmm. while at the same time she sort of comes to understand that you know, there's different sides to life and think that there are ups and downs. And that's not always necessarily a bad thing because that just makes for more, it's a more fulfilling life when things are, you know, yeah, not necessarily always perfect or, yeah. or what you think is perfect. Well, it's, it's, it's one of those, like, you know, the, the real world, like you appreciate the good because of the bad yeah. kind of things. If everything's good all the time, you don't know what you got, you know? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's, again, it's, 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 a cliche in a way, but oh, it's yeah. just done so well here. Um, uh, so I have, um, you know, they have the ball scene you know, oh, for the, the end, sort yeah. of the climax scene um, when uh, when Giselle, when Giselle shows up because uh, she goes with Robert's daughter shopping, right? With the emergency credit card, <laughs> which is funny because that's never referred back to. No, like there's never any kind of scene where he's like, "What you did? Why well, it, you used it, the well, because there's no. It doesn't matter. Like it's just one that. of those it kind of like, yeah, man, it doesn't yeah. matter. Whatever. Well, it's th- that scene is just the modern day equivalent of the like, the the rats and mice making the gown in in like in, in the animated fantasy land. Kind of. It is that we can't do that here. Yeah. So instead, she well, just they goes do, shopping. They do do it. Oh well, they do. She, she does makes, make the she makes the dress out of curtains and then the dress out of the. The dress out of the uh, the, the the carpet or whatever it is, or yeah, the, yeah, the, not yeah. the carpet, but the um, I don't know what you yeah, call like that. Yeah, like the throw rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. don't know what you call it. No, that. it's it's good. Um, but when she shows up at the ball in like the modern dress and the, the hairdo and everything, uh-huh. oh, I just yeah, more yep. more of that. It's <laughs> uh, amazing. Um, I so so eventually the evil queen character comes across yeah Susan um, Sarandon's character she gets yeah. tired of Nathaniel like screwing everything up, um, and uh, yeah she's quite a quite a presence quite, um, a, quite a presence that it, lady and that was actually the sort of the the one thing that kind of bummed me out the most about this was like you got Susan Sarandon yeah top tier actress mm-hmm. she's in it so little yeah well that and was always going to be the case it's just like uh, yeah you know. Uh, I felt that even was by design. The, even as the villain, like she was in it not much for even being the villain in a Disney movie. Yeah. Like she she was a very um well, I mean, the whole movie ex- like the whole plot of the movie exists because of her. Yeah. And she she sort of isn't really a yeah. driving but plot I mean, of it. It, it was by is, design. I mean, it was intended to be like a small character basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but uh but she has amazing presence. Um mm-hmm. I really like the because uh, knowing where things go, the whole like how she becomes a dragon, yeah, for the big climax, um, I had forgotten, yeah, from having seen it before about like the tongue flicking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's very like serpentine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and or li- sort of lizard like. <laughs> and I forgot that she did it like a, a couple of times prior to the whole dragon thing. So it sort of like foreshadows her sort of um, her serpentine kind of nature, yeah. um, hidden hidden nature. I do have to say, I well visually very well done. I do not like the design of the dragon. My least favorite Disney dragon. I thought it kind of looked too much a bit like a dog dragon. I love too much Falcor. I didn't on have there. a problem with the dragon. Um, I didn't think it was particularly amazing, but yeah. I didn't really have a problem. Just, with just it compared either. to like, say, like the dragon from like Sleeping Beauty or yeah. like some like well, the very. You would have thought, yeah. given given how much it was blatantly um, based upon that, you yeah, would have yeah. thought that it would have the design would have been more yeah, based yeah. on that. But uh, I, I, I didn't really have a problem with it. But I didn't really love it either like it was just one of those i well, they could have done that better maybe fine. but but like the, but the visual trans- like the, the cgness and the transformation yeah, was the transformation really awesome. scene especially so was good. amazing yeah. it looks especially man that transformation scene looks amazing on blu-ray <laughs> oh i bet I um bet. yeah just the way that the colors and stuff were done um and i love how for the final thing of that big climax of of her like taking on that full villainous role i love how um and they literally reference this in dialogue like directly um how like robert is the damsel in distress uh, yeah, and giselle yeah. looks like the hero who grab picks up the sword and climbs out there and, to go save him that was awesome i yeah. love that because that even that is like a step forward from like most disney where like even when princess in distress even, even when the when the Dis- when the princess is like a strong character it's still usually she's got to be like you know She's not the sort of physical like action no. hero of it. No, prince with has some to exceptions. Do the saving. With yeah, some exceptions, yeah. but usually it's you know like yeah. a prince or a hero of some sort has to. It's very it's stereotypical. And so I love them reversing that, which again mm-hmm. is part of that kind of gentle parody yeah. that they do in this. Um, I also love the um, how they a very Disney thing they ha- is where in the score they. Like we'll constantly come back to reprising that little theme of like the um, True Love's Kiss uh, yeah, song, yeah, which yeah. is like kind of like your main sort of theme of the movie, and uh, they'll they'll weave that into the score like here and there, and it was like so stuck in my head like the the, the, the little the little, uh, <laughs> little melody like, of it, the melody, the melody yeah, of yeah. it after the like right after the movie because I was just like oh yeah that's so Disney like <laughs> just weave that in there. Um, actually, I, I missed. Um, I meant to. I meant to say uh, I really like. Uh, sorry if it's just like I'm talking constantly. You're no, no, it's fine. Anything. It's fine. I know you're not feeling so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I appreciate actually when that I you're get carrying this when I get yeah. like crazy excited about something. No, no, I actually appreciate it's hard you're for carrying me to this stop. Bit, so I'm not like, uh, like overstressing my throat. <laughs> but uh, I forgot. I, me- I meant to mention the um, the song uh, "That's How You Know" that they perform that they do in the park. Oh yes, when they're on their date. That's that not, is amazing. That is so amazing. It's a great that, song. That scene is amazing. But it's sort of meant to be a little bit like. Um, it's sort of meant to have a bit of that sort of um, Little Mermaid Caribbean flavor, yeah. like the kiss the girl type of yeah, um, and um, or under the sea, you know, yeah, yeah, that whole the whole Caribbean kind of style. Um, but what I love is that, uh, like Giselle starts singing the song as like they're having their she and Robert are having their conversation. She starts singing, trying to like make her point to him. And then, like the guys, the band there, the, the, band the steel band, like there. That. yeah, yeah, like the they just kind of join in and they start singing with and, it. And like, he and Robert's like, I've never heard this song. Yeah, how do you because, know like, the everyone words? else seems to know? Because again, it's part of that Disney magic, magic where it's just like 
everyone and it becomes this huge musical number yeah. and the big the flash mob of like everyone running in and participating and it, and he just kind of goes along with it and it just smash cuts from thing to thing like at one point they're like they're on the boat and he's rowing the boat yeah. in the in the lake there and everybody else is yeah. dancing on the water and he's like I don't even know how I got <laughs> here. Like the whole thing, because because yeah. he's but my he's, favorite he's sort of, of that, like observing yeah. the magic, and, and yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. it's great. And sort of half heartedly, like when he's kind of doing that little dancing along, like just moving his arms, that sort of half heartedly, and he kind of catches himself, like, wait a minute, wait, what am I doing? Yeah, what am I? What's but, going but, on here? But yeah. my favorite part of that was just like just after it begins, and everyone else starts joining in, and he's like. I've never heard this song. Yeah, <laughs> like as yeah. if like somehow like 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 it's well, like it has some, to be some famous song because yeah. look, everyone's participating. Some big everyone's hit jumping in, in on it. Yeah, yeah. And it, but it's like actually just totally spontaneous because it's it's Disney. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, that um, was really funny. That was that was uh, and uh, lots of laughs. yeah. So basically, the only things that I didn't like was the two things that I mentioned before was um, I didn't like the bit where right before Edward goes to the to Robert's. Well, when he gets to Robert's uh, apartment building, oh. and there's the bit with the with the revolving door. Oh, yeah. Just before that, there's the bit with the the dog peeing on him. Oh, that, that that felt really out of place to me too. I've never found that funny. Yeah, dog ever. peeing on people. No, like I that whole like the, like oh the dog. I mean, it's like, like I don't have dog like, pee trauma. You know, like oh, I think you're a fire hydrant and it pees yeah. on you or whatever. Yeah, like I've never got that. Like they did the joke about it on Transformers. Yeah, which yes, I realize those Transformers movies have a lot of issues with their humor. Yeah, but that particularly that was from the first movie, and the first movie generally had you know most of its jokes weren't too bad. Um, but well, that, that whole backyard scene. The backyard scene wasn't great, but no. I still don't like I understood. I don't were, dislike it as much as a lot I of people was, do. I understood what they were trying to do with that scene, yeah. but then they did the they went the whole slapstick route. And they went kinda, a little yeah. overboard with it, but for the most part, I liked it. Yeah. But I've never understood the whole, like, Dog pee like peeing yeah. on people thing, like, as that, that's, like, a yeah. joke. Like, I've never got that. Like, it's just never been funny to me. Like, it, it's just... No. Like, and, and this is not... Like, I'm no... I'm, I don't necessarily have a problem with, like, scatological humor. Like, you know, you watch things like, like, you know, Angry Video Game Nerd and all the, mm-hmm. you know, all the scatological humor and that stuff like that. In, in its place, it's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with it. But just random... It, it dogs seems just peeing weird. on people. And, well, not only like is jokes it, it's a random event that, that happens have, that has and then, no bearing on anything, and then nothing comes of it. So what? Not only does nothing come of it, it's like it's literally not even like it just fills a couple of seconds, seconds of screen of time, time yeah. for no apparent I, reason. There, maybe there was something else there that they cut. Possible because I know yeah. a lot of things were cut. Um, I mean, because it, already it's like close to an hour 50 yeah which, which for, a disney long for a disney movie is crazy the, the so, scene after that though like the revolving door and then where he runs up and down yeah yeah the, the building knocking all the doors oh yeah yeah that's so all good. good oh it's that was so another good. cameo actually the lady with all the kids yeah um who's like also she's got like all these kids and then she's pregnant again yeah yeah, yeah. and she's like you're too, too late, late. Yeah, um yeah. <laughs> you know this guy showing up at her door um that was uh she plays the uh, singing voice of Pocahontas. Oh, so okay. not not both, not the talking voice, but because usually they try to get somebody that can do both. But yeah, there are a number sometimes of, there are a number that are different. They, they yeah. use a different person for the singing voice. So apparently she's the singing voice for Pocahontas, whatever that is. But um, that was just another. I didn't even write that down because there's so many little references and cameos. Well, like, like you mentioned, there's a number of Wikipedia articles that cover. Oh yeah, yeah. Cover just just all, check that out. Um, so that was the one thing I didn't like. And then the other thing I didn't like is over the end denouement and then, like, into the credits, they have that, like, terrible, like, pop 
type song. What was that? that? Ever, ever after. Was that something that they were like? Okay, they were like, we've got this song. It's not uncommon. Uncom- well, see, a lot of more recent Disney movies, and by recent, I mean probably like the last five years, probably even more than that. Moment, like so, since this time, at least anyway. Um, there is a tendency that there's always like a like sort of a pop song on like yeah. the soundtrack that's like referencing the movie but not <coughs> from the movie it's not they're not it's not like a song like you would have in the movie uh-huh. um that's just used as kind of part of the marketing like they can sell this as a single to the kids right right whereas like back in the old days like when we were kids this the, they, they would sell singles of just the songs from the movie yeah, you know? yeah you, you look at an album you yeah. look at like you know stuff like, like uh you know mary poppins and it's like you know like stuff like super califragilistic and like spoonful of sugar, sugar. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. all those kind of songs those were the songs Chim- that would Chimney. get sold yeah, yeah. to the kids but now it's like you have to do like you a modern a pop, pop song, song type yeah. thing right um or at least they think you do yeah. um and i accept that that's kind of the way of things but usually they do it like they'll run it in like the credits or something mm. Right, right at the very end. And this, so they, separate they ran it over the end. They ran scene. it over like the denouement scene, yeah. which really bugged me. I was just like, "Oh, this is so awful," because mm-hmm. it was. It's really bad. Like it's 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 really bad because it's just like it's your most generic, like oh, yeah, yeah, terrible, yeah. like just zero effort went into like, this. Like saccharine yeah, pop, yeah. like movie soundtrack song. It's really bad. I mean, speaking of the the, the and ending, I love the songs of the movie. Yeah, itself, yeah, the actual songs, which songs are all are like great. very yeah. Disney, and they're all you know done by like and the same people that definitely do. like compared to a lot of like more musical like this sort of uh, fantasy enchanted movies. Um, despite this movie being longer, possibly maybe because so much of it is in the real world, um, not nearly as many songs. There's not very many songs, no, but no. they're but they're all really good, no. except um, for the the, the the this pop one that they did. But at the end. um. But all the actual in movie songs, in-movie are, songs are, are good. really good. But the the ending itself, um, I it's one of those like you see it coming, like you have a pretty good idea like how this movie's going to turn out, mm-hmm. and then you sort of wonder like, well maybe they won't make it turn out that way. Yeah. Maybe you know uh, Dempsey will stay with his girlfriend, the princess will go back with the prince, and they won't do the very like oh we're just going to swap places kind yeah. of thing. And then as you get towards I, Around the time of the scene where she figures out she she gets angry, mm-hmm. that's sort of when you get the gist of like she really likes the this world that she lives yeah. in. And she's not yeah, it's not so, just about being with him. Yeah. It's that she's actually come to like that like, the, yeah, the, exactly. that, that world. And and it, and you even see it like when Edward shows up, like she's happy to see him, but as soon as he starts talking about going back home, she's you she can thought, see that she's she, kind she, of like well, uh, he does the thing not, where he starts a song. And she doesn't jump in. Yeah. And when it when her cue comes, yeah. she she's like distracted, and he's all like, "Oh yeah. no!" Or like he, he starts yeah. panicking because like this yeah. isn't supposed to happen in their world. That's that would just be the normal thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I like the fact that you know she although she's fallen like for Robert, it's also partly she's fallen for this world. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, she still likes Edward, and she still thinks that he's great yeah. and everything. But he just isn't sort of he represents. He he represents he's of the world that she just doesn't in, isn't interested in anymore, you know. And he's never going to be able to move forward the way that yeah. she has because that's just not the kind of person he is. And I mean, they they he, put uh, um, what's her name with the with yeah. Prince Edward 
I mean, obviously, just to make it a happy ending for both parties. Well, what's interesting is is that um, they telegraph it a little bit, but they, only right at the yeah, end. Yeah, but what's cool is that that whole like just doing that swap where like everybody kind of finds the, their person. Yeah, um, is actually kind of interesting because they don't usually do that sort of thing. Like usually before, it would have been something like the other guy would have just been like. Oh well, that's okay. You, you know, you obviously there's always tomorrow. Yeah, you know, always whatever. Tomorrow. They, yeah. They, like there would still be a positive spin on it, mm-hmm. but in this case, they literally just kind of swapped them and made that be the happy ending, yeah. which was neat. <coughs> um, and uh, that's enchanted. Yeah. yeah, no, that's uh, that was it was it was good to good to finally watch that. Yeah. I I really enjoyed that. Another one to scratch off the list of. Oh uh, uh, yeah, the, the seen by now. Yeah, no, yeah, no kidding. A gigantic list of no, that's cool things I should have seen already. That's right. Um. I watch a lot of you, movies, you've been, and I you've still been, miss a lot of movies. You've been doing a great job on that lately. I mean, yeah. the last year. Well, this really... This in the past really year, I mean, you've, you, you've seen Godfather, finally. Yeah. You've, seen, you've seen tons of stuff. Yeah. you got to get around to watching some Jaws. Jaws? Uh, in its entirety. I've seen... I've probably seen like 75% of that movie. I just watched yeah. it again not that long ago. Uh, it's amazing. One yeah. of my favorite movies. Um, so good. But uh, but yeah, no. But yeah, I love, I love this movie. Uh, yeah, it's definitely yeah. it's... If you have any kind of um, sentimental bow in your body as far as like classic Disney stuff like that, so yeah, it, it definitely it. shows. It definitely harkens to. I a don't time see how with... anybody could have a problem with yeah. it unless they're just like super cynical. Yeah, because it's, um, it's just great. Well, like seeing some of the more recent Disney movies, like uh, Frozen and stuff like that, um, that are. Uh, I want to say they're they're well, they're good. They're a little more. They're kind of. They're. Well, it's a different era. It's different people. They feel a little more toothless compared to this movie. Like, yeah. this movie, like, not only does it have, like, a strong, like, it has a strong message and strong acting and strong stuff. Like, it hits all the the the, the things that you're expecting because you've seen these movies mm-hmm. and it's what you want. Yeah. And some of the newer Disney movies, kind of, they play a little, play it a little soft. And you're like, well, they didn't, they didn't kind of do the... Yeah. The bad guy thing, or they didn't do the the thing, and you know, maybe that's good. It, you know, a formula shouldn't it's always different... be observed every film. Yeah, you know? I don't know. It's a different time. It's yeah. a different era. You know, it, it's like I mean, it's the whole point of it's 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 what nostalgia is. Yeah, like yeah, everybody yeah. experiences yeah. like where they have more connection to. Things that are similar to what they grew up with, exactly. Unless you had like a really yeah. horrible childhood that yeah. you don't want to be reminded of, I guess. <laughs> Fair enough. That's possible. In which I'm case, sorry. That's yes, I'm sorry because that's really sad. Yeah. But um, I mean, there's always hope for the future. Like you can always make things better than what they have been. Um, but you know, for people that us mm. like us, that and have it's pretty you know, normal. In twenty years, it'll be a whole different strain of kind of uh, of yeah. Disney movie. It'll you know? be it's interesting just, just, to see yeah. actually. Um, uh, it just goes all back around, like bell bottoms. Just keeps coming back around. <laughs> mm, hopefully not. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. So that's enchanted. Yep. Um, uh, I want to say uh, to to all the the people who've been listening to the podcast, uh, been looking at the numbers for the the listens. Uh, super appreciative. I know the last couple have gotten quite a few listens. Um, well, we got some dark new followers. Tower, or dark Tower. I can't believe I just did it again without even thinking. Um, Dark Dark Crystal was really low for some reason, which is weird. I guess a lot of people just d- yeah. aren't familiar with that movie anymore or whatever, and just didn't realize, didn't think it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that episode. I think I'm not, you know, I'm not um, 
afraid to say that I'm really proud of what we did on that episode. Um, so it's weird that that one dropped so low. I, again, yeah, I think maybe just familiarity with But But the rest of them have been good. Um, last week's episode A lot more people old. watch the TV ones that we did last week than I thought were going to. Uh, yeah. That's really interesting. So um, definitely... Maybe because we're talking about, like... Real current stuff. Well, too, see, I was worried about it. doing that because I was like, "Is this just going to be horribly dated?" Because I mean, retroactively going back and reviewing old oh, movies and, old and movie, stuff, yeah. and talking about old movies—that's that's different. Because I mean, people do do that all the time. Yeah. But like talking about upcoming TV and stuff that we're speculating on, like I thought, like, "Oh, is that going to root us too much in like mm. the the now moment?" Um, but you know, we'll definitely do a follow up on that and yeah. let you know what we think of maybe some of those new shows or or even the yeah. the, the old shows that. So we're yeah, into. say in a couple of months once those shows have got yeah. a few episodes. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll like, let you know what we thought. Any of the ones that we think like uh, what we're watching, what we decided not to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah, but yeah, no, definitely, I really appreciate it. Um, cool. I'm always surprised at how many international listeners we have. Yeah, it's good. Um, it, it's really great. Appreciate it. Um, Again, that's the internet, man. It yeah, goes, it goes I, I know. It's all just, over the world. Just surprising. It's all just surprising. Um, well, what, what's interesting is that um, you you kind of wonder like how these people find out about it. Yeah, which is really cool. It's it's like this. Let us know. It's Let like us this magic. Know how you came across? Like we're always looking for feedback. If maybe like that's not your thing, send us a a, a, a tweet, or you can you can reach us just right off the. Uh, the uh, yeah, leaving a comment on SoundCloud. On SoundCloud, our our Twitter is right there. You can just do it right there from SoundCloud. Uh, let us know how you found out about the show, how you came across it. Yeah, because um, I mean, there's all the people that we've like told about it. Yeah, like we personally know. Yeah, like or on Facebook and things like that. But it, those like international listeners and stuff like that, like that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just like magic that that it just goes out there and then just people just yeah. discover it. Like that's amazing. You know, yeah. even if it's just a couple of people, like to me, that's just so cool. Yeah. So, uh, so that's it for this week. Uh, we don't have a preview for next week, but there'll probably be another uh, movie. Probably just a movie. Yeah. Yeah. We um, we kind of took a couple of weeks away from doing from films, movies so, yeah. and stuff, so we'll probably do a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, I know we're we're going to be heading into um, October pretty yeah, soon yeah. here, so it's. You know, maybe, maybe do some, some scary, more movies. scary kind of over horror stuff again. Because yeah. um, you know, it, it's always nice to sort of theme things up like that. Yeah. I mean, Dece- December obviously there's gonna be lots of Christmas for related sure, for stuff, sure. things like that, and um, all those Thanksgiving movies in November. Oh wait. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um. Um. Yes. Oh, hey. Um. Did you? Have you? Did you watch anything else? Like in the last? No, bit my my computer's been on the fret, so watching stuff has been uh, really. Oh, because right, it's like everything. Yeah, all your stuff goes through that. Yeah, I I couldn't even like watching and like barely got barely was able to watch Enchanted. Yeah. Um, I uh, I a little bit a little bit of yeah. Well, because I forgot like you don't even have like a separate like DVD player or anything. No, like no, that. no. Everything. I, goes well, I do. The I do. Yeah, it's all runs through the computer, which is plugged yeah. into the TV. Because like. That's the thing, like, because I, I mean, you know, I've got a PS3 yeah. that I kind of use as like my sort of blue. Yeah, I got the Wii U, but it doesn't have a player in it, so it. Yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, no. So yeah, everything just goes. Through I, my I sort of forgot that everything goes to the computer. Yeah, but uh, I watched because oh, oh. even like for like because like I watch a lot of stuff on like Netflix and stuff like that, and I'm like, well, 
I have like so many choices. I've got like my computer. I can watch it on PlayStation. I can watch it on my phone or like mm-hmm. whatever. Right? Like watch a little bit of TV stuff. Uh, some Rick and Morty. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, some blunt talk. The new Patrick Stewart show. Yeah. Uh, a couple episodes into that. That is really funny. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. Uh, it's like thirty minute show. It's just Patrick Stewart's awesome. Of course. Um. And uh, did a just sort of a brief revisit of a couple episodes from some um, live action Japanese drama stuff that I hadn't seen in a long time. Have you, did you watch any more? Uh, have you watched any more Alias? No, haven't watched any more Alias. No, uh, don't want to lose the plot. No, yeah. Um, again, because the computer's been acting up, that's my DVD. Oh, of player. course, right? It, yeah, it it just wasn't working properly. Right. So I've read about that. Um, some uh, movies were going to be watched, and then yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it just enough. didn't happen. Well, I yeah. watched. Uh, I just wanted to mention quickly because uh, it's actually sort of some semi relevant. Um, I did. Um, what was it? Uh, last night? Monday or the night before? Night before. I, I think, watched yeah. um, the first of like the new like completely the, relevant to month. people listening to this because they listen forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, well, I kind of dropped that joke that the first few episodes where I had yeah. that joke about like oh for everyone watching this and like like twenty forty two yeah yeah yeah, yeah. super far future all the the aliens in the post apocalyptic times the aliens that arrive and listen to our podcast <laughs> we're sorry this is what survived. Um, we're talking about we're amazing oh all right uh, never amazing. forget yes. it um no but i watched um the first of the newer muppet movies um yeah the one with uh, jason siegel yeah um and i yeah i didn't like it um <laughs> I, I really didn't like it at all uh there was a couple of decent bits but overall it was really disappointing so that was kind of disappointing yeah it didn't uh it definitely yeah, it didn't. It didn't thrill me. I I didn't hate it, but it wasn't like I wasn't like I I, I had I had my thoughts were oh no if this is where they're going I didn't hate I'm... I didn't hate it like in the sense of like like oh, oh this is so terrible I hate this but I hated it on the level of just this should be so much better better it's yeah. the Muppets yeah you know but um I mean it, you know Amy Adams is great obviously yeah. Um, uh, but and actually, I mean, Jason Siegel did a good job. I just feel like it just seems kind of the next one is so much better. The next yeah, one I definitely harkens back. And I, and I, could, to I could believe that because it's more of a it's centered around the Muppets and the. Yeah. But I, my concern is that even with the next one having a better like plot idea and stuff like that and being more focused on the Muppets, my essential issue is that I feel like um, some of the newer performers just don't quite cut the mustard yeah. for me um i can see the lack of frank oz i can see the fr- lack of frank oz the same way that like i was saying when we did when we were talking about the dark crystal where i can see frank oz's performances mm-hmm. um i can see the lack of him and all of his characters i felt were a little off because the guy i think it's eric jacobson is the new performer uh, for his characters and um, he just doesn't have them down yeah. quite right. Well, it's it's so um, weird with Miss with... Miss Piggy was pretty close, mm-hmm. but it was still not quite right. Fozzie was way off. Yeah, I really didn't like his Fozzie at all. He had a couple of good bits, but for the most part, really didn't like his Fozzie. Um, but it's I mean, weird when you because because it's obviously they look the same. Yeah, but they it's like having like the actor change in a movie or in a TV show. 
and it, but it's played by his twin brother who yeah. looks the same. He's just not a competent as actor. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know? It is like that. But also, it's the voices are just slightly off. Slightly off, off. Yeah, like they're just a little bit. I off. don't. I, it's one of those things. I definitely don't notice it on Kermit as much no, anymore. Well, Steve, I used to. I used to notice it on Kermit yeah, so you've, much. You've been desensitized. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Steve Whitmire, who took over. Um, uh, Steve Whitmire took over uh, Jim Henson's characters, but also. Maybe just it's been so long now. True. It's been they've got what twenty five years. Yeah. Right. So I think with that you're kind of used to it. True. I'm not used to. Uh, Frank I mean, Oz. not that there's been a ton of Muppet stuff. But no, no, yeah, no, no. But it's but true. I mean, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Like he's had time to even get better than yeah. he was initially, initially, and he was good to begin with. Yeah. I mean, Kermit was great in Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, and that true. was done like only a, a few years, years a, after, a couple of years yeah. after, right? Um, so he, Steve Whitmire, who does, um, Jim Henson's characters is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, especially on Kermit. His Kermit is pretty much bang on. Um, but because Frank Oz retired from the Muppet performers, like not that long ago, um, yeah, his, 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 uh, his absence is definitely felt like mm-hmm. it, you can definitely tell the difference for me. Um, but you know some of the other ones like um, I don't really know how to pronounce his name properly, but Dave Golds or Golds. Gold, yeah, and Golds. I, I uh, no I'm not entirely sure, but um, he's like one of the classic performers, and he's still with them. He still does like Gonzo is yeah. his main character, and he does a few others, but mainly mm-hmm. Gonzo is his main one. Um, so Gonzo's still awesome. Gonzo's perfect. Um, anyways, yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, yeah, didn't really like it. Um, there was a couple of good bits and pieces, but uh, yeah, it was kind of disappointing. But, but I'm glad I watched yeah, it finally. Got a chance because, to see it, yeah. You know, I always would have been wondering. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm good still, little taster for the upcoming TV show. Yeah, I mean, I'm still interested in the show because I think that while I did have some issues with the performances, um, it was mainly the writing that I thought yeah. wasn't up to par. In also, the movie. that TV show that movie's a few years old now too. So yeah, it, it was mainly the writing I felt wasn't up to par. Yeah, even more so than the performers. And hopefully that'll be something that's taken care of with the show because the show like um, is being partly uh, overseen by um, Bill Prady, who's best known as the co-creator of Big Bang Theory now. Oh, okay. But he used to work for the actual Muppets right. company like back in the day. Uh, that's where he got to start, well, and the, he he actually directly worked with Jim Henson. If the 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 teaser promos and stuff that they have been doing mm-hmm. are any indication, I haven't seen any. Oh, of, but like they're good? hilarious. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. so there's one with Nathan Fielkin that is super funny. That's good. Um, but yeah. So uh, so that's it for this week. Yep. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Yep. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.